Welcome to the Moms on Maternity YouTube show and podcast. I'm Amy Cruz, and today we have on Gretchen Saller. She is the founder and CEO of the June Care Company, which launched in August of last year and is helping um, people with child care and, and different child kind of care type services. That's great. Yes. Yes. So June Care, thank you so much for having me on, by the way, Amy. It's great to meet you. Um, June Care connects parents who need child care with stay-at-home parents who can care for their kids. Okay. How did you come up with that concept? Yes. Yeah, so June Care was really born out of my own personal experience. I spent 15 years working in the technology industry, during which time I had my three girls. So I had three girls in about three and a half years. And my husband at the time, we had full-time childcare mm -hmm. at the time. My husband, he was working at a startup. So when anything came up, a gap, a sickness, a preschool closure, it was usually me. Uh, like I think it is in a lot of families, it's the mom who kind of took that on, missed the meeting or left work. Uh, working from home wasn't really a thing, if you can believe that, before three years ago. So um, I kind of took the brunt of that. And then uh, about three years ago, I decided to take some time off and became a full-time stay-at-home mom with my girls. And then the pandemic hit. And I watched my friends and my neighbors and community um, who were not fortunate enough to leave their jobs. They needed to keep working, but their childcare was disappearing left and right. And so I started to just organize some childcare swaps really to help all of us get some reliable time each week when we knew we would have childcare. And in doing so, we all realized two things. One, why didn't, why didn't this model exist before where you could rely on neighbors and friends for childcare? Um, and two, you know, could we actually create these communities of support everywhere mm -hmm. for parents who needed it? And so that was really the genesis of June Care. So in August of last year, I launched what really was just an experiment to mm -hmm. see if we could create a consistent way to match families who were looking for childcare with stay-at-home parents who were already caring for their kids and could be paid to care for one or two others from another family. And it just exploded. The demand was incredible on both sides. Parents looking for this model of care, stay-at-home parents who, you know, were kind of in that decision process of, do I go back to work? and pay for my own childcare? And how does that financially work out for my family? Or can I continue to stay home with my kids? And so giving them that option of continuing to be home with their kids and supporting another mom in their community and earning income um, is just really resonating with families. And so yeah. now launched pretty much across California. That's awesome. So what were some of the challenges you were seeing with childcare business models prior to yours? Yeah. So the first one is just the lack of flexibility. Well, lack of flexibility and lack of access to childcare. So 51%, this is pre-pandemic, by the way, 51% of American families don't have access to the childcare they need. And because of that, um, childcare facilities, daycares, nannies, they typically like to take uh, they, they have a lot of the control in terms of, you know, who they take on. So they like to take on the full-time 
nine to five positions because it's consistent and that's where the most revenue is. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. The problem is it leaves a lot of families who need something different. They need a part-time schedule or they need a flex schedule. Um, there's not any great options out there. Does June care cater to the non kind of nine to five, 40 hours a week need? Yeah. So we, we really cater to all needs, but I would say our target and our sweet spot is in those part-time ongoing childcare needs, as well as temporary and backup needs. So if your primary childcare falls through, we can pretty reliably connect you with one of our hosts who can cover that gap. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So what um, has been harder, finding hosts or finding families that need the care? Yeah, so this has been surprising. I It was one of my big questions going in. Right. Neither has been hard, which I know is kind of a crazy answer. But which has but been harder? I mean, if neither is hard, like where is the demand higher? I would say the hardest part is not, it's again, it's not one or the other. The hardest part is just getting that hyper density so that you can actually meet people's needs on both sides, right? So you think about the dynamics involved here. Some people want same age and gender of kids. You have to have schedule alignment. You have to have COVID preference alignment. Mm -hmm. You have to consider for pet allergies, food allergies, location and driving distance. Um, there's just so many factors that come into making a perfect match that the challenge has been building up enough of a network in each community so that we can consistently match. Okay, so sounds like a little bit more on the host side. Well, I would say it's primarily we start with the host side, right? Okay. So anytime we launch a new market, mm -hmm. we start recruiting hosts mm -hmm. and we spend about four or five weeks building up our host population before we start to, I guess, recruit demand. Cool. Mm -hmm. Who sets the pricing? Our hosts set their own price. Okay. Yeah, so we will provide, you know, um, feedback or we'll provide other rates in your area if you just don't know what to charge. The rates we're seeing are typically consistent with nanny share rates. So our it's an hourly rate? It's an hourly rate. Yep. And then our June care model. So it's free to sign up. It's free to get matched. And then we charge a seven and a half percent service fee mm -hmm. on both sides, uh, which helps to cover our costs. And then with the, after four weeks of any consistent match, it is free to the host. So we no longer charge that service fee to the host, but we do continue to charge it for the family who is uh, receiving. So the family it. pays you, not the host. The family, yes, we handle all the payments and mm -hmm. we find that's actually really important. Similar to if you remember when Uber launched yeah. and you didn't have to do that weird like cash dance with your taxi driver. It's a very similar thing here. So oh, you are a very early Uber user. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, I hated that. And then remember you had to like figure out how much to tip and are they oh, going to yell at me? Okay, so I'm sorry. So you're, it just kind of simplifies it for everyone. Cause then it's just like, um, like a, it just, yeah, there's no it's cash. Magic. It's, it's magical. magical. It happens mm -hmm. in the background and we really want, 
part of our core mission is to build more connections within mm -hmm. communities. And so by us kind of taking the payment in the background, you can just focus on, you know, how did Andrew and John do today? Did they fight over the green truck or did they get along? You know, your conversations are much more about each other and your children versus, so it was $20 an hour. Actually, let me back up on that. So that is something that I think a lot of people will have questions on. Cause I, I think we all want, you know, what do you pay a babysitter? What do you pay a nanny? What do you pay a June care host? Mm -hmm. So you're saying they set their own rates. So it's really like, we can't come to June care and be like, this is what we're going to get per hour. Like it's really going to be dependent on the host's rates, which is tricky. Cause that's like, some might be like really expensive, right? Yeah, so both both uh, someone looking for care and our hosts let us know either what they're comfortable paying mm -hmm. and or what they want to charge, and that goes into our matching algorithm. And what is the rate range? Do you know? Do you have a sense? As you can imagine, it varies so much region mm -hmm. to region. Okay. In the Bay Area here, which is expensive, and childcare right. is expensive. It's between fifteen and twenty dollars an hour. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I think it's amazing. I mean, I pay that much to my babysitter. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really like, it's premium childcare. 96% yeah. of our hosts have previous professional childcare experience and their moms. So you're getting like a very experienced childcare provider in someone's home. It's a loving stay-at-home mom. Your kids are getting socialized. It's very small child to care provider ratios. So your exposure is low. Are they allowed to take time. more than one family at a time? In California, they are not. Okay. So we are not requiring any of our June care hosts to be licensed as mm -hmm. daycare providers or home daycare providers. And it's explicit in the regulation that it has to be one-to-one -one matching. Cool. So it could be 20 kids as long as it's only two families. <laughs> You Got know, it. That's like a if lot you and I each had 10 kids, it would be yeah. 20 kids. Um, have you noticed a certain age group that is really desired by the host? Are they looking for babies and babies, toddlers and toddlers, school-aged kids and school-aged kids? Yeah, so all of our matches so far have been with kids 12 and under. Mm -hmm. Primarily, we see five and under, so mm -hmm. preschool age. And then we do actually do a lot of afternoon matches for elementary aged kids. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And so you have your three girls. What have you been using your own service? Yes. Yes. I have used June care. I have also hosted a lot of June care myself. I enjoy it. Um, I'm someone who this is just how I parent my kids. I like to parent them in community. Mm -hmm. I often find it's easier to care for my own children when there's other children around because mm -hmm. they have those playmates. It interrupts the sibling dynamic in a really positive way. Um, and I love getting to know other kids. It's just part of who I naturally am. And have you, what is, do you do overnights? I haven't done an overnight myself, but we have had overnight matches mm -hmm. and the most common use case is a family who um, doesn't have their own family who lives close by mm -hmm. and they're pregnant with their second or third and they need a resource for when they have to go into the hospital for their first child. So and I know when I hired a nanny, I was very, you interviewed them to trial days. Like it was like, you know, a very big process to get comfortable. How are these families getting comfortable? 
Yeah. So we have, um, a very thorough vetting process. Mm -hmm. So we are doing better than best in class vetting. Everyone who works at June care is a mom themselves. So we have this core tenant. Like if we would not leave our child with this, right? house, yeah. we will not leave anyone's child with this. Yeah. We do background checks, reference checks, interviews, um, internet presence checks and home screens. For all of our June care so home screens, you and your team before you actually you you person like your team June care will actually go to their home. We don't always go to the home. Okay. No, no, but we have a lot of home screen questions that we vet, and if we have any concerns, we will do a home visit. But it's typically just done virtually, mm -hmm. um, especially as we expand. We have to like really nail that model to make sure we're always you know putting someone into a safe environment. In addition to that. We do encourage an interview and or a trial play date before you commit to any match. So most people today are doing the virtual interview over Zoom, and we will be launching a mobile app to make that a lot easier for families, because right now scheduling a June uh, Zoom call between two moms <laughs> says a lot of back and forth, um, and or we do a trial play date. In addition, something that's unique about the June Care model is there's no long-term commitments. And so we find this really, I always wished this was the case with my childcare because your needs change, yeah. your needs change and, and on both sides, on the host side, as well as on the user side. And so really having us as your consistent go-to for your childcare, we can grow and adjust with you and your family as your needs change. That's cool. Well, I think one of the coolest things about your model that's very unique to every other model is it's in someone else's home versus most childcare is in your own home. Mm -hmm. So if you're working for home or if you're wanting to sit in your own house date night without your kids or something. Yeah. Yeah. And we actually do both. So about 50% of our matches happen in the host's home. Oh, interesting. And about 50% of the time, the host, I know it's kind of funny to call them a host, but the junior yeah. provider will go to your house and bring their children with them. Okay, and whose decision is that? It's mutual. Uh, okay. People we ask that preference on both sides when you sign up. We're gonna ask if you're looking for care, you know, what your preferences are. Most people are open to both. Mm -hmm. And then similar on the host side, we ask that. And we have a lot of matches where they actually switch back and forth. So it's not always one or the other. That's cool. It's good. So the matching process sounds intense. It is. Yes, it is. And we have, so um, our customer success team has over 30 years of combined experience in matching families with childcare providers. So they have seen it all. In addition to that, we've developed a matching algorithm. So oh. when you sign up, you fill out a form where you're telling mm -hmm. us about you, your family, your preferences, your needs, your parenting styles. Mm -hmm. And then we are personalizing your match through our matching algorithm plus a human screen right now because cool. um, we're building the algorithm. We want to make sure it's working correctly. And then, yeah, you know, you have to get comfortable with the other care provider. It has to be a good fit. Um, but 85% of the time when you are submitting a childcare request with us today, we are finding you at least one great match. Awesome. What have you seen has been other needs of parents outside of childcare? The biggest one we see is connection. Connection. Yeah, especially coming out of the pandemic. But honestly, even before, I think when you're a new parent, it can be hard to just get out of the house. 
And so even if you have some local parent groups or resources, it can just feel, I, I, this that's is- why I started moms on maternity. No, totally. I, yes. love, you're, I like the June care actually does tackle both. It's really, that's so cool. Yeah. It's really important to us. I mean, I remember being invited to several different moms groups when I first had my first daughter mm-hmm. and I went to one and it was like walking in, into a sorority. Like oh, gosh. I was a mess Yeah, <laughs> and everyone looked so put together and I turned around and walked out yeah, because yeah. I was just like, I am not, I felt less than just as a mom. I was like, how are these people dressed? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, that's crazy. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's- I think, you know, these small connections that we're making, and it sounds like the platform and the group that you have too, does something very similar. You can just come as you are and share your parenting experience versus presenting your parent experience. Mm-hmm. That's, that's amazing. Um, do you do anything for community um, events? Uh, you know, have you done anything to build the community outside of the matching program or is that maybe down the road? It's maybe down the road. Right mm-hmm. now, we like to partner, mm-hmm. similar to you. Like we like yeah. to partner with existing mom communities. Um, we're really trying to solve the core need of childcare and mm-hmm. access to income for moms. And so when we partner with communities where moms have that in common, so if we have two moms who are part of Moms on Maternity, that's a great match for us because they have that in common and they have this platform where they can be comfortable asking for help or providing help and receiving income. And so that's where we see ourselves fitting in, not necessarily yet in building our own separate community. So are you finding that uh, a lot of the host families are finding this um, income avenue, something that's really helping them meet some of their goals? Yeah. So um, right now, our typical host will book about 30, sometimes even 40 hours a week. And even if the specific hourly income doesn't seem like a lot, if you consider the fact that her alternative is to go get a job, and and again, 95% of our care providers are professional childcare providers. So they're looking at going back to a preschool or a daycare or a nanny job where then they have to pay for their own childcare. Mm. And so you have to consider both aspects because now you're not paying for childcare because you are the care provider as the mom and you're earning money while doing that. It's actually very economical. Oh, I missed that. For parents. That makes a mate genius. I, that's beautiful. And yeah, actually I remember my first nanny got pregnant, you know, after she left our family, she had moved to another state, but then that she would have been like a perfect person for this model. Definitely. Cool. So how do you stay motivated? I mean, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I work on many businesses. I also grew up in corporate America. Do you, you know, it's definitely different, right? Being in your own business, running your own company than in the big corporation. So how do you stay motivated? Very different. I'll agree with you on that. Uh, for me, my motivation is the customer stories. So, mm-hmm. you know, right now we're so small um, and we want to get large because we, we understand the need and we want to expand everywhere. But I'm really already almost missing this time where I get to personally talk to so many of our moms who come looking for childcare or looking for income opportunities while they're home with their kids. I mean, the stories are unreal. And for us to be able to play a role in helping them 
you know, find that loving care provider or, you know, keep their house while they're home with their kids. Um, you know, I love our single moms. Mm -hmm. I love all of our moms, but particularly our single moms have a special place in my heart because they really come looking for that village. They need it. Um, you know, more than I do, because I can always rope my husband in, right? <laughs> on things like right. your father. Mm -hmm. um, but really like being able to provide that village, that network of support, give them the confidence that they can make it mm -hmm. and they're going to be okay. And their kids are going to be okay. Um, that motivates me. Anytime I, I have yeah. a down moment, I get on the phone with the customer. That's amazing. How are you able to work with the three girls? Do you have your working hours shortened when they're in school? And what's your plan for the summer? Yeah. So I am fortunate where my youngest is now in kindergarten. So I do have good chunks every day where we have childcare. And then I have, you know, a great community and network for backup care. So I constantly am grabbing other people's kids or someone else is grabbing mine. So mm -hmm. I feel very fortunate. You and have sorry. a pretty schedule. Like, do you work on a certain hours? I know being an entrepreneur, you never know when things are going to come at you. So how do you handle? It's both. It's both, as you can imagine, there's pre-scheduled and then there's emergency. Cool. And that is part of what we we're trying to build at June Care too, right? Is you can schedule it and when there's an emergency, we're going to be there for you too. So how um, how deep is the network? I mean, most of our moms and maternity started in San Diego. We have our biggest network here in San Diego. Um, but it's, you know, we're a California-based company as well. We've done events all over the state. What cities are you most um, matching well in right now, or is it? Yeah, so we're in four main areas across mm -hmm. California, San Diego, mm -hmm. Orange County, Sacramento, and the Bay Area where I live. Okay, cool. So if you're in one of those cities, it's a great time to, to apply and, and be part of it. What's your best piece of advice for parents? Find community. Mm -hmm. I, I just, you know, it's, I've been on both sides. I've been on the no community as a parent and then on the rich supportive community. And my advice for finding it is something that was told to me, which sounds a little harsh, but it's true. It's in order to have a friend, you need to be a friend. So don't be afraid. It's vulnerable to put yourself out there, to plan things, to invite, but just do it because it pays back in spades. Everyone likes to be invited. And I think a lot of moms in particular can get down on themselves thinking, you know, they're unlikable or they don't have it all together or their house isn't nice enough or whatever the things we tell ourselves, but just get over it, put out the invite and you'll be surprised. You'll start to get invited back to. Ah, so sweet. I love it. I love everything you stand for. Thank you so much. The website oh, is Junecare, the junecare.com. Oh yeah. The website is co. Okay. And from there you can sign up to host or find childcare or both. A lot of our families do both as well. It's again, free to sign up and we will get in touch with you as soon as you do. Thanks for watching. For more, please visit www.monsumaternity.com.